0: Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb, where we read a short passage of the Bible, and I'll throw in a few interjections on what we're reading to help simplify words. Oh, did I mention interjection is a fancy word for comment? And then I'll point out key details to help you understand. Let's wrap up Luke 4 today and start chapter 5. As always, you can read along and journal or draw about today's stories. Here we go. Jesus heals many. Jesus left the synagogue, remember that's another word for church, and went to the home of Simon. Sometimes you'll see Luke in the other Gospels refer to him as Simon Peter or just Peter. Now, Simon's mother in law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked Jesus to help her. So he bent over her and rebuked the fever. Basically, he told the fever it needed to stop, and it left her. She got up at once and began to wait on them. At sunset, the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sickness and laying his hands on each one, he healed them. Moreover, demons, or evil spirits, came out of many people shouting, You are the Son of God! But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak, because they knew he was the Messiah. At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place somewhere where he could be alone. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to other towns also, because that is why I was sent. Jesus didn't come to perform miracles of healing. He had good news to share with the world. He wanted us to understand that God was loving and forgiving, and that he wants to be friends with us. And so. He kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. Jesus calls his first disciples. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Genesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. They knew the miracles he had performed, and they wanted to hear anything and everything that he had to say because they knew he had to be special. Jesus saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. He got in one of the boats, the one that belonged to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, "'Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch.' Simon answered, "'Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. "'But because you say so, I will let down the nets.' Simon called Jesus master because he respected him after seeing a miracle performed, and while he didn't fully trust that Jesus' instructions would bring him fish, he followed the instructions to try again because he hoped that Jesus would again perform a miracle. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that the nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Now guys, these were not flimsy nets nor were these boats tiny rowboats. Jesus had blessed them more than they could handle. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus's knees and said, "Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man." You see, Simon now saw the holiness of God in Jesus, and he felt unworthy to be accepted by him. For he and all his companions, or friends, were astonished, or surprised, at the catch of fish they had taken, and so were James and John, the son of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. See, Jesus had big plans for Simon. They would work together for the next three years while Jesus taught, and Simon would become the leader of the Christian people after Jesus returned to heaven. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. Jesus knew that Simon, James, and John were men who understood the amazingness of who he was, and they knew what he had come to do. These three were the first disciples and would eventually become Jesus' closest friends. Well, I don't know about you, but when my prayers are answered, I want to do anything to praise and thank God, whether it's through worship, tithing, serving my church or community, or loving and appreciating my neighbors and friends. But let's be honest, sometimes prayers aren't answered the way I want them or in the timing that I do. It challenges me to continue to trust God the exact way he wants me to, just like how Simon wasn't sure about dropping his nets but it helps me grow in my relationship with God when I do those things out of obedience. When you come across a time when God asks you to do something out of your comfort zone, do it. Trust me that God will bless your obedience just like he did with Simon. Let's show God our obedience and pray right now. Dear God, thank you for giving us miracles and always providing for us. Please help us to remember to trust you and be obedient to you, just like Simon Peter did. Here's your short moment to talk to God before we finish. God, thank you for this time with my friends. Please help us to always put our relationship with you first so that we can grow closer to you. In your name we pray. Amen. I hope you found something that was memorable or makes you want to understand and love God in a new way. If you have questions, ask. Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or even Google. You can also leave me a message on Spotify or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you next time.